Welcome to Manufacturing on the Hop, your regular roundup of all things UK manufacturing. Hello and welcome to Manufacturing on the Hop. I'm Alex Bell from EEF and on this latest podcast, we'll be looking at the results of the latest EEF and BDO Manufacturing Outlook Survey, which has confirmed a buoyant picture for manufacturing activity in the latter part of this year. Now, you can access that report online at eef.org.uk forward slash campaigning. But joining me now is Chief Economist Lee Hopley. Lee, first off, give us the headlines from the results of this latest survey. Well, I think you're right to describe the survey results as buoyant. Um, our latest report certainly does paint a picture of a sector that is on the up. Um, we've got um, some really strong survey indicators showing that manufacturers are in pretty good shape going into the second half of the year. Uh, now, this does come on the heels of um, positive survey readings in the first couple of quarters of this year, and not to mention um, pretty strong uh, positive readings from other private sector surveys, such as the PMI, mm -hmm. um, which were published last week. So essentially, the only thing that isn't pointing in a positive direct direction are the official statistics right. at, at, at the moment. Um, but our headlines are pointing to really uh, output and orders balances at historic highs. Okay. Um, and we've got particularly positive readings coming through for um, new export sales, um, which, is, which is great. Um, indications that members are capitalising on growth in the rest of the world. And that is spurring um, quite a bit of new recruitment activity and also a bit more investment activity um, compared to what we've seen over the last couple of years. So um, in the last couple of podcasts, we've been talking about how you know industry looks like it's shaking off some of the drags from the low oil price, concerns about the eurozone, you know, potential wobbles in emerging markets such as China. And that does really feel like that is that's in the past. Um, equally, this doesn't feel like a sector that is particularly bogged down by um, Brexit negotiations. Um, like clearly, we know that this is not going to leave the sector unaffected in the short term. And we know that Brexit is going to weigh on, weigh on confidence as we progress um, through this negotiation process. But certainly at the moment, um, capitalising on growth in overseas markets feels like it's a much more important priority for the sector. That's the headline story. Um, I've got Martin Jenkins, uh, co-author of our Manufacturing Outlook report with me, um, and he's going to dig into the details of uh, some of those headline indicators. So Martin, can you talk a little bit about what is underpinning some of the uh, strong positive output and orders balances in particular? Uh, well, as you said, historic highs in both output and orders. And generally speaking, strong global demand in key export markets is basically behind this upturn. So, for instance, if we look at the official data, we see that the Eurozone's had its strongest opening half since uh, 2007. And we also see growth picking up in both the US and China. And these healthy growth figures are further backed up by PMI data. And this is therefore translating itself into higher export orders, which is then boosting output consequently. And um, this export picture is, of course, also been boosted by the sterling depreciation. The improved global demand is in turn boosting capital good manufacturers as basically business investment is coming back online. So basically improved demand, manufacturers are looking to sort of expand capacity and this is giving a boost to investment. And back in the domestic market, we've also seen the pickup in construction. So after a sort of a disappointing Q2 in which output contracted, we've seen it sort of pick up the last sort of three months and this is boosting a number of manufacturing subsectors. Um, but perhaps most encouragingly, um, the uptown activity is broad-based across most sectors, mm -hmm. quite a rare occurrence for our survey. 
Um, I think special mention has to go to the basic metal sector, which after a horror couple of years in which output contracted sort of over 10% in 2011 and 12, um, is picked up considerably. Um, and as we said before, sort of the capital good manufacturers are benef- benefiting from the pickup in global business investment and also construction coming back sort of a bit more momentum sort of towards the end of this year, um, boosting sort of the non-metallic minerals, sort of rubber and plastics, those sort of sectors as well. So, I mean, it's inevitably when we report really strong export balances in particular, people immediately look to sterling as being behind uh, the strong pickup. How much of that do you think is the case at the moment, given that we saw another wave of depreciation in the aftermath of the general election back in June? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a factor. It's definitely supporting exports. But I think we primarily believe that it's sort of the strong global demand, sort of, particularly in the Eurozone, that's boosting manufacturers. Um, and these, these figures are, I mean, the last week's PMI data, again, very positive. And we think this is broadly what's behind the strong export picture. Um, the ONS have some statistics out on Friday week, I believe, on the impact of sterling's depreciation on manufacturing turnover. So we're keeping a close eye on that. But um, for now, as much as people like to bang on about the sterling depreciation, this is the sort of the improved global outlook generally that's supporting the sector mostly. Bigger story. But yeah. we'll be keeping an eye out for those figures on the 15th, I think, and uh, inevitably we'll be commenting on those as well. Yeah, okay. So generally very positive picture that we're seeing here. So have to ask the question, what are we worried about? Uh, we're always worried about something. Um, I mean, Martin really focused on the important role that the pickup in global investment um, is playing for demand in the sector. And I think we do have to stress that that is primarily a, uh, an overseas picture. While we've seen a bit of recovery come back in terms of export intentions in our most recent survey, they're still not where we would expect them to be, given the strength of uh, the order intake that we're seeing across the sector at the moment. Um, And I think we can probably point to Brexit being a factor there in terms of creating a bit of uncertainty. But we also know that there's a huge amount of technological change happening, which is impacting on the sector as well. So making judgments about sort of what are the best assets, you know, what's right for my business, um, that may be just making companies a little bit more cautious, just so just that, that concern about making the right decision for um, their business over the long term. It's not just investment. Um, there's um, there's lots of up arrows throughout our reports. Um, one that isn't is our members' perspective on the UK economic outlook. So while we're seeing a fair degree of confidence about firms' own business performance over the next 12 months, when we ask them about their confidence levels for the UK economy, they're actually pulling back in the mm-hmm. other direction. So we are seeing some concerns about growth prospects and I think that really is just reflecting some of the narrative that we're hearing from the Bank of England for example the weaker official growth statistics that we've seen across the UK you know that's a lot of that is driven by you know weak wage growth pick up in inflation really bearing down on consumer spending which is such a big part of the UK economy and that's not gone unnoticed by mm. our members yeah and your forecast then do you they agree with what's happening in this economic picture uh yeah we do um mm. I think very much that that view of um sluggish consumers uh, really held back by subdued wage growth and uh and high inflation certainly persisting uh throughout the remainder of this year is quite central to our growth narrative for 2017. 
Um, looking into next year, I think we've got perhaps new concerns. I think one of those being the ability of investment and net trade to really pick up the baton um, the closer we get to that um, Brexit exit date um, in 2019. So uh, we've nudged down our GDP forecast for 2017 and we're holding firm at 1.3% for 2018. We do expect growth in manufacturing both this year and next. As I said right at the outset, um, you know, one of the only indicators that isn't positive for the UK at the moment is the official statistics, <laughs> and we've had to incorporate um, that pretty poor second quarter into our forecast for 2017. So we're now looking at growth of 1%, um, easing back to 0.5% next year. I think you know some of the growth that we'll see coming through this year in um, sectors such as mechanical equipment, so very investment goods focused. Again, that might start to just decelerate slightly as, as we get towards um, towards the Brexit date. Well, you've been listening to Manufacturing on the Hub. The full Manufacturing Outlook report can be found online at eef.org.uk forward slash campaigning. But before we leave you, Lee, how can people get in touch if they want to share their views? Uh, well, you can contact us directly, um, research at eef.org.uk. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at EF underscore economists and we're on LinkedIn. You've been listening to Manufacturing on the Hop, your regular roundup of all things UK manufacturing.